Come and get your I Am Strong merch. Make yourself feel good and feel better. All right? Come on over to stevebryan.com today. Hey, Fifi. Hey, Steve. I am so fired up. I feel so strong. Happy Monday to you. Happy Monday. Fired Up Friday will be right back after these messages. Are you ready to be a better you? Visit TheAbundantLion.com today. So for people who don't know Fifi, what would you like to tell us about you? Like, who are you as a person? Like, you know, like what got you, or let me start here. Like what got you started with your music? Like what inspired you? Like, (laughs) Oh, I have a very kind of uh, more like a painful story, even Mm. kind of like a darker childhood of like a a tortured soul kind of thing. Like right now I'm really silly and making, you know, I I have a lot of uh, silliness going on with my community. We are completely on the same comrade level. Like there's no like, oh, I'm so mysterious. I already got all my darkness out of my music. So, okay, let's go back uh, a little bit. As you can tell from my accent, I've got Chinese accent and some British accent. So I was born in China and uh, China and I came to the UK when I was a teenager. So I was quite already mentally formed, but still in a transition. So I had a very difficult time to believing in myself because my childhood education and the surrounding was conformity, collectivism. It's very selfish to do what you want to do. You have to do what your family want you to do. Is one of those traditional society. And if I tell people I want to do music, I want to sing, they would just laugh. And in fact, when I started making music, after I graduated, couldn't find any job. I was just trying to make music. But that was a long story. Even when I started to make, after I made my first album, the five years, my family and relative was still laughing, thought I was dis- delusional, clin- clinically unwell or something like that so so it was but I by that time I already believe what I've got like I'm becoming on my way to become a real artist so I was really convinced but it wasn't a great encouraging surrounding to become an artist so that's support definitely didn't come from my family it did come from the outside circle in London so when people hear my stuff they go like wow there's something really special about this all I needed to do is to try but that try the first attempt of me actually breaks through that fear and fear of failure fear of embarrassment and believing that I have nothing to give no talent whatsoever to break through that that took 20 years uh, just because very when I was really young I was uh, really made to believe I don't have the talent the voice I don't have the look I just there was no way that I could pursue a career it was just laughable and selfish and also my family's uh, financial situation was really bad around the time I had to choose my future as in like my career and during that time it was the it was the economic crisis and I had a few months uh, visa um, that was gonna expire and then getting kicked out of this country, but I couldn't go. My gut instinct was if I went back to China, there is absolutely like no chance for me to find out who I am um, artistically. As in, at the time, I didn't know I was an artist, but what I knew was I was so unhappy. Because since five years old, I already know in my deep in my soul that I meant for something. I just don't know what that thing is. And I knew it was music. And I've, I was convinced it was music when I was 13. 
14, I started to sing and then trying to try my uh, going to bands and trying to just like go towards that direction. But it was like, I, my, my family literally stopped me from, from doing that. Just like, stop trying. It's not meant for you. Don't do it. <laughs> All right. But before that, I might, I just never felt that much calling. Um, but it was really painful at the time because when it was like, uh, what's that uh, cognitive uh, dissonance, your heart wants some something, but you're deep on enough, the level, the split level of, you know, that you're not good enough for it. So you want this so much, but I'm so not good enough for it. So then it was like an internal struggle. And since my family really sat me down to say, this is really not for you. You don't have the talent or whatsoever. I gave up. So I gave up for 10 years, but then I was drifting away further and further away from my from my dreams. And I became more and more kind of like a destructive almost because I wasn't happy. And I was just like, you know, like when you're living a uh, meaningless and hopeless existence. It was just uh, going through the motion. Um, I went to study economics. I was mediocre. I was sleepy all the time. I was sleepy. Mm. It's like I, I had a sleepy 10 years, let's just say. Because <laughs> wow. when you're not passionate about something, you're sleepy. <laughs> and yeah. I was just like, I was everything. I was so average with everything. And I was trying to find destructive relationship abusive relationship dramatic relationship manipulative relation i wanted almost like on a level i wanted this to keep me busy so i don't have to question ask big questions why are you unhappy what are you meant for why are you seeing other people performing that hurts you you don't have to ask those questions because when your heart is broken you don't think that much you're just so busy with the relationship and arguing and stuff, right? So that was those years. I had many like crazy relationships and to keep myself busy. But I grew up. And at the time when I had to make a decision, I applied for many jobs. It was economic crisis. The uh, local English people, British people don't even couldn't even get a job, let alone uh, a foreigner who's got a few months um uh, visa left without the experience it was impossible so the only job I could find was like a universal sign um, was to work as intern for music companies so I worked as music company and then I lost the job because of credit credit crunch economics uh, crisis really hit so the company went down and I had to do several jobs just to to you know survive and for another few months so that was a really difficult situation so I ended up in the nightclub and doing cashier doing a host hostess like us in the door person and all that so that was just to ensure uh, I can stay in this country first and then the next step uh, was uh, that was a long time for me to ask myself a question what do I really want to do ask those deeper questions because I'm not a kid anymore I'm unhappy and I want to know what my life is meant for and where I'm going. So since that point, I started to just like experiment uh, with like doing music demos while I was in the club. Um, but there was other things as well, like, you know, from the, from the little music internship I did, I met some people and a scene it's almost like I'm meant for music and as soon as it's like a magnet, as soon as I let myself go an inch, like, you know, I can go a mile because people, like it's like the universal force is dragging me. The connection is dragging me. There's the people asking me to go into a band. There's the people asking me to, 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 to go to recording studio. It's almost like I said, I told them, I said, I, but I don't want to do it. I don't have the talent or whatsoever but it's like it's dragging me it's calling me and the critical moment was i met uh, my childhood um hero music hero uh, his name is tricky because uh, i really love a trip hop when i was growing up and i met him uh, when i was working so after meeting him one year later we became friends and one year later he realized i had some demos 
on MySpace. And he was very seriously had a talk with me to tell me that I had a serious talent. So he gave me that initial dose of confidence that I have something. My At that point in life, um, you can come, nobody can convince me that I have talent. Nobody. Because when you have a lie that you hold for so long, that you tell yourself you forgot what you want, you forgot what you who you are. It's, you've been telling yourself I'm not good. Like even back in school in in Bristol, near Bristol, um, I had like music teachers come to me and just say, "You should sing. You should sing. You have a special voice." It just went through one year and come out the other year. I don't take anything like this serious. Just like ah nah, you know like. Because my belief of me not good enough is so strong. So, yeah, so he kind of like initially unlocked that uh, that thing. So so he was the reason I could actually try to make music. And once I tried, there was no turning back because it felt so good. It felt like, oh, my God, I was born to do this. Like as in my life is meant for this and this is why i came in like a bingo i found you this is the feeling uh, you know, why i was born uh, to do and that was like a natural high for like a year and after that year i had a writer's block because i had a big artistic ego meaning insecurity so mm-hmm. usually young writers new writers go through that phase which is why I teach a lot of like other, you know, just like in conversations and the, the more newer writers, why do they have a block? How do they work with their egos? And why, like I have a lot of trick in the book because, <laughs> because I overcome that every day. You have like, a, it's called a performance anxiety. So, wow. so I went through a lot, a lot of like an ego struggle because, you know, like when you're, self-confidence has such like problem coming from a communist country coming from a you know collectivist like a a surrounding you have such a huge problem with your own self-esteem so to unlock that it's not just like oh tricky came and then i'm fine i'm all confident it doesn't like it's not like that it takes 10 years it takes 10 years slowly slowly to build my confidence so yes that's kind of like a fast track but of how I got into this. (laughs) That was an incredible, thank you for sharing that. Like that was an incredible story. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry you went through the pain, but, but what, what has happened is you've taken that pain and turned it into something beautiful, which is who Fifi Rong is now. And you went through that dark period. Like, wow, that's a very inspiring story. Like, most people don't even have any idea that you've gone through that. Like that is amazing. So for you to be doing, you know, you have your campaign coming up and you have this album, you've learned to produce yourself. Like you overcome, like for what you've been through, no one should have an excuse for not pursuing their dreams because you've done it against all odds. You've done it. Like, wow. That's the weirdest thing. Like right now, if I have any obstacles, I can tell anyone and also tell myself. The last thing I thought was possible was for me to become an artist. That was the last thing on my mind, right? Because wow. that's what I so wanted. But my mind was like, no bloody way. I'm already 100 miles away from that dream. I've turned the other way for the last 10 or 20 years. Like, don't even mention it because that hurts, right? So I was in that situation, but I came right back. I came back and it felt so good that the feeling is calling me to do more and more and more. And then the sign around me was like people really appreciating what I was doing. But then I have chapter two and three and four, how I got into depression, how I have been fearlessly independent. Um, and But I put everything, like I put all my basket, all my basket in an egg, <laughs> all my eggs in a basket. Um to uh to to uh, ma- uh management 
And I thought that was the right decision, but my ego was telling me was like a lying to me. So I think we all have like this ego issue. It's just like because I'm quite spiritually aware. So I do a lot of spiritual work. So I know this was my ego was doing stuff um, that was telling me to go for a wrong direction. And I got into like a bad depression because because it was, wasn't where my soul was pointing me to. But that's like a another time chapter. But I do want to just go back to the story a little bit. Because on top of everything during that time, the economic crisis was really, was a significant one. Because at that time, my family was having uh, economic crisis as well, financial crisis as in it, for, for a Chinese person to come here and then to study, because I went to private school, I was on borrowed money. My dad's kind of em- uh, my dad's empire, uh, by the age I was 16, was already going down. And so he lost the business and he uh, and he, things were getting worse and worse by that time. I'm the only child and I'm a good daughter. I'm not like, uh, I'm not like, I don't care what you guys think. I'm a big rebel. I'm not a, like, you know, because in Chinese moral uh, virtues, being respectful, like respect your parents, almost like I can die for my parents. I love them that much. So do you see the double-edged sword that, on one hand, you want to love them and respect them and want to do what they want to repay their love for me because they are really great parents. They're the best parents ever. Um, But at the same time, your soul is calling you to thrive or maybe just to pursue something else. So by doing, by pursuing an artistic career while your family is having financial trouble, that means the 150,000 pounds that they have paid me on borrowed money, I can never give them back. And also because I started late in life um, with music, I already knew, I already knew I can't give them children. I can't, I can't put marriage, the traditional shebang. uh, Cause I, I've chosen art so art has to come first. And because I started late and as a woman, you have to choose one thing. If you not have a regular kind of like a family life, you can't be an artist. So I've chosen the artist. So I had so much weight on my shoulder. During those years, I have to choose. I want to be a good and a dutiful daughter and I want to love my parents. I'm the only child. I want to give them a, a, a good life for the rest of their lives. But being artists, like what uh, what Michael said, is uh, you're not trying to go into uh, in music to make money. So we already know we're maybe going into staff for a very long time. And, and this is the hardest industry to break through and everybody knows that but i dive i dove in anyway to this music so a lot of people will say what drives you in like what does music mean to you what does this artistic career mean to you for me the answer is like by the measure of my sacrifice and the pressure and you know i i carried all this family pressure and then morally it was wrong to actually do that just because it was irresponsible right because i can't repay my uh, my parents i can't have children for them or give them grandchildren or just a family life um so for me i put so much on music and i sacrificed all that and also i sacrificed my nationality as well i haven't seen my parents for ages because they are in china and i've chosen british nationality so i could tour <laughs> but then the pandemic and then the brexit doesn't really help i'm kind of like a you know i'm still here but uh, choosing that is to have a more of a global career so that's kind of like a dog fuller picture of why it was such a dilemma to choose music but the calling was so strong 
I just had to. And luckily, my parents understood. And I went through the initial, like any entrepreneur, <laughs> like people laughing, ridicule, and everything. After five, initial five, six years, I was touring in China. I was doing 35,000 people show. I was staying in star,、uh, five star hotels because they put me in. My parents knew, okay, she's not crazy. She's actually getting better and better in her singing and in her style. She's doing bigger shows in China. She's on newspaper in China. Okay, we're proud. So we got through that. <laughs> so we got through that. But those years were the hard, harder years.、Yeah. Wow, is like people are going to be so inspired. Like I'm, I'm like almost in tears over here. Like your story is amazing. Like I. Would have I, I had no clue that you've gone through all that. Like I just knew you as Fifi, like you know, just the Fifi that I just you know, like <laughs> I didn't know, like I, because you you have such a a a great personality and so do you, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like wow, like this is we're gonna go to a short commercial break and then we're gonna be back. Fired Up Friday will be right back after these messages. Are you ready to be a better you? Visit theabundantlion.com today. I think there's an important part here. For me, just to be in this country was a struggle. Was the biggest fight I had to fight for ten years to stay here, just to stay here to extend. Because when you don't, when you have like a million pounds to invest, yes, you can stay, but. This country doesn't want foreign people, overseas people, to come here. I, I didn't come from a、uh, Commonwealth、uh, country, like、uh, that's colony of uh, uh, this country. I came from complete cold, overseas, trying to stay here. Have you not think why haven't you find a lot of other people who's got two accents and trying to do art here? They ain't、wow. anybody like that because people who can stay, they're probably in accounting, or they doing,、uh, they're working in banks, or doing in law firms. But for somebody who come from my background, the struggle financially and also emotionally internally to stay here and to pursue what I want to do, that is in itself is a miracle. So、wow. it gives depth to the. Uh, to to the story that being here is not just because oh I choose to be here. No, I fought all my life. That was my first battle to stay here. Why is it important to stay here? It means autonomy and freedom and pursuing and let my individual individuality blossom. Wow! I couldn't have that in China. I couldn't. Wow! Like that says a lot about your character. Like. What you have inside of you, you have this strength inside. That's why you love the "I am strong" so much. <laughs> but, but, I just have a big smile every time I listen. <laughs> but, but you know that is an amazing story that you you've gone. Not only are you fighting to be an artist, which is already hard, you're fighting for your identity. You're fighting to, you know, to be able to stay in the country that you're in. Like that is an incredible story. I'm fighting my guilt、uh, towards my parents that I can't give them a good life because I live for them, right?、Yeah. Like in China, our community. In the Western society, it's like you have your life, I have my life. Thank you for giving me my life, and we are kind of quite separate. But in Chinese mentality, we are one entity. So the first half of my life, they give me my life, and then the second half, I need to look after them. So is my is being very irresponsible if I can't give them a good life with what I do. So that is、wow. a big baggage of guilt. To to so that is、uh, is the most important part right now for me to succeed and what drives me. Is that I want to succeed so I can look after my parents. <laughs> that that wow, that's that is like amazing love, and we want to help you succeed as much as possible. And we're gonna be right back, and we're gonna talk about your campaign. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Come and get your "I Am Strong" merch. Make yourself feel good and feel better. All right. Come on over to stevebryan.com today. Well, I've taken the last five years to make a、um, um, double album, and、uh, one album in Chinese, the other album in English,、uh, because I produce, I write, record, and produce in my studio、uh, around me. 
So it took a very long time, and also uh, is not the similar. Uh, it's not the kind of album you just write and flow, and the first ten songs come out becomes an album. It's actually a selection of the best of the best love songs, sad love songs. I've got um, from. I was expanded across 10, 10, probably 10 years, but mainly the last five years. There was one song from 10, 10 years ago. And I'm using my current uh, production skill to, uh, to, to make them into a, a body of sonic painting. And that's how I like to say it. Which is why, if you have seen my album cover, I've got Shane, a great artist, oil painter, to do a life-size painting of my photo. And then we take a photo and then make the album artwork. So it's a deep kind of like, you know, it's almost like honoring the creative process, the long creative process. So that's the double album that I've just made. And um, because I'm independent, full-time independent, and I liked that direct involvement involvement with my fans. Um, so I'm running this crowdfunding campaign, like the biggest crowdfunding campaign. I haven't gave, given myself too much time to prepare. I really should give give it a long time, but I haven't because my uh, even if I give myself a long time, I would just leave it until the last minute. So that's my character. <laughs> um, so yeah, so in two weeks' time, I'm right now preparing for this crowdfunding, and uh, I want to mention the whole interactive uh, uh, side of things, what this campaign is about. So because it's Chinese and English, so the English title is called There is a Funeral in My Heart for Every Man I Love. I love the, not like I want to kill them. (laughs) I still love them, but I want them to die. No, you have to bury them. So love the. and and the Chinese name is two words. It's called the Xinjiang, and then that covers the whole sentence. So you can, like you know, uh, like uh, you know, I'm trying to say like the Chinese language is quite you know, <laughs> very short, very precise to to you know to to cover the whole meaning. So it's two words. The heart means my heart, and then zhang xinzang also means like your heart heart, but then it's a different zhang. So that's like a heart funeral. So that's the two words. And we uh, the designer and me we we you know I wanted to do this to make it a mosaic artwork. So it's like a little pieces of squares to make it up. And I want my pleasures, the people who participate in this campaign, to submit their photos. So I have like five different bundles. So if they uh, pledge for the bundle one, they get one little square. If they get two, they get like a two or three, uh, two, three. And if they got like a three, then they get like eight photo tokens. Right, and if as more they go, so so then they literally becomes a part of this campaign. Not just this, because this art will also go on uh, to the T-shirt and the vinyl and the CDs and then the handwritten lyric uh, lyric cards. So everything that's only available within this 29 days is not possible to get it afterwards. That's why it's like exclusive and then that's why it's exciting it's really demanding it's very kind of like exciting and it's very um fun as well and i try to make the make everything i offer as cheap as possible for people to 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 get in and to have this journey together wow i had no idea it was that involved <laughs> so no, now now no. um wow yeah, tell us more. Tell us. So basically, before you do, um, just to recap, you have a campaign that's launching in two weeks. This is an amazing double album in English and Chinese that you've spent the last five years working on from 10 years of work. You've produced it, written it, done it, all this amazing work on your own. And now with this campaign coming up, this is an exclusive campaign to where people can submit their pictures 
and they will actually live forever with the album, like forever, like forever, ever, ever. That is so awesome. They can submit their pictures and become a part of this painting. That is amazing. I had no idea you were doing that. And now everybody's going to know. <laughs> yeah, that was a lovely summary. I need to start learning how to speak like you. <laughs> no. I love it. <laughs> so that's not even it. That was the the two highlights is one of the life-size painting is hyper-realism painting right so it looks wow. like a photo but it's actually hand painting and in my mailing list i already shared a photo a small photo of the painting itself you can see the wood like the board so mm -hmm. it is a big painting i'm already sharing that i want to get people excited before uh, the campaign starts so the other exclusive there's levels of involvement right at the lower level is that you can get uh, you can you can get to hear the, the early demos of this album, like where they come from, and mm -hmm. uh, the documentaries of like I'll be talking about each song's meanings, like how I'm talking to you, but in details, the concept, why do I write this album, and all that kind of stuff, like that's not available outside the campaign. That's like kind of the the, the basic level, and they they will be submitting their photo, but then they don't get the if they go for the digital one they don't get um the physical products uh but if they go for the cd bundle and then there will be a cd and also poster i didn't say the poster of that artwork so they can see their own picture own selfie maybe uh on, on there right wow. and the next level would be their name actually on the album as in the special thanks credit Right, that that's another level of um, making their mark in this campaign. So I have like a special thanks to you, and and, and also um, the vinyl and the CD, double vinyl, double CD. Uh, the vinyl is colored like a, in marble effect, like a, like a marble color, and so it's kind of like a, a deluxe, like a luxury kind of thing. And not just that, I have, um, I number them from one to a hundred. So that's like a limited run, super rare, super um, exclusive, only available. So the first come first of the first hundred people will have my, their name. Uh, it will be named and the two, um, I mean, signed by me and also numbered by me as well. So that makes it another level of exclusivity. And if they would like to pledge at level where their name can be on the thank you credit, there's another level of like uh, being involved. At the wow. highest level, they can actually own have ownership because we're talking about nfts right i haven't really talked about nft side of things but let's just talk about from the very top nft um the very top nft i'm thinking and already i'm planning just trying to talk to the tech like how we're gonna do that is that with executive credit for the album that can be done attached to an nft so they have the authentication of the ownership and uh, proof of that they not just their name is on the front cover like executive producer of like this person that's not it and also their name would be on all my music videos uh description like executive producers right of their names but they can own a piece of my writing as well as in you know the publishing i can attach that to the nft so so they can have like a percentage of the album as well. Wow. Um, yeah. You that don't is amazing. Have, <laughs> you don't have to have uh, the NFT for some, some people, but it's really good because NFT is all about ownership. So if I NFT this and you own this, I said this, sell this to you. I attach a contract with it, and then you own that. And once you own this one, you can sell it 
And you can sell it, I get 10% of royalty if I set it at 10%. So everybody's happy. If you sell it, you get the difference in price and I get the royalty. So that's the beauty of NFT. So that is what I can offer at the highest level of involvement. So you are like a shareholder of my album. I wouldn't offer too much like half. No, I would I would <laughs> up to maybe 5% or 3% or something like that. Yeah. Wow. That is amazing. So basically what you're offering people is a chance to uh, be involved. Like they can have different level of involvements depending on which level they, they sign up for and yeah. during the campaign, this is awesome. And then they can actually go all the way up to some ownership. How yeah. cool is that? Do you know how excited people are going to be about that? They could actually be an executive producer on Fifi Wrong album. Like <laughs> you, you so well. I actually learned how to how to pitch. I just need to resize what you you say it back to me. That's <laughs> me. I just ramble on for a long time. <laughs> yeah, but you say it really well. And then that's not just it. Wow, there's more. There's more. So there's five levels and I call it five different bundles, right? Mm -hmm. uh, let me actually say the funny, funny part. The first bundle is called the wrong bundle. <laughs> <laughs> I giggle so much. So first we were thinking about other names, but later I was like, the wrong bundle. <laughs> so that's the, um, the wrong bundle. The second bundle is the comrade bundle because mm -hmm. I have a lot of communist joke. Right, like, like I, call, I call myself like a comrade wrong, you know, like you will be like a, a comrade Ryan. Like that's how I call my uh, call my people. So the second bundle is the comrade bundle. The third bundle is even better. It's called a not a cult. It's not a cult. <laughs> yeah, we were arguing. We we were talking like with other people and. Um, and then my friend said, no, don't call it not a cult because other people from the fresh people who are not in your insider job, they don't get it. And then my designer was like, people have a sense of humor. You know? <laughs> <laughs> this is a community, you know, like people get it. Um, and then the fourth one is called the Fifinity Bundle. It's like an infinity, but Fifinity, like, <laughs> like a Fifi. And uh, with my name, I do a lot of that, like with uh, NFT gas fee, we have like a high gas fee fee. And, uh, you know, in crypto, we say FOMO. And yesterday I was totally in FOMO mode, like, you know, fear of missing out for those who don't know. So uh, my friend, Pixel Lord, he had like this last um, GM punks, you know, the, the PFP profile picture I posted everywhere. And uh, he was like, the, the ETH is really going up. So I FOMO'd in. And, uh, and then someone say Fifi, Fifi FOMO. It's like <laughs> hashtag Fifi FOMO. <laughs> right <laughs> so yeah and then the top the very top level i call it vermilion vermilion is the color of my culture of mm -hmm. um the best color like a chinese new year like someone getting married it means good luck it means a lot of good things and i just like that word it's the china red i always use that as the you know i don't want to be funny but i want to be like uh official and grand yeah. So that's the, the top name. So what I was trying to say is that I want to onboard people because for those who don't know, um, I am in the NFT community and because we are quite early, so each of us has a responsibility uh, of community building and I am building my fan base and community in NFT field. So it's really important to educate people who don't know about it and onboard them into the NFT field and also to bring in interest in NFT and bring them uh, to support my campaign. So this is bridging. Right, and it's really important because this technology solves so many questions, so many problems. So what I, so what I'll do is to give free NFT airdrop to these bundles. So right now we have a problem 
which is on ETH network, the gas fee for me to give someone a free, complete, free NFT, I have to pay a lot of gas fee. And if I pay the gas fee, I'll be out of pocket because the price is just doesn't, you know, I already give us so much. And if I pay for the gas fee, it doesn't work. So we're exploring, say today, later, um, uh, I'll, I'll do the uh, polygon. And talking to like uh, explore the polygon uh, network, so the gas fee is much lower. So there are different ways, but at the top, like uh, say the Fifinity bundle, I can do, uh, I can afford to do a ETH job. So for example, just on top of my head, we're still discussing. Um, on um, we can make that mosaic into a special NFT and we can give them like a very special addition. So in NFT, you can do one-on-one -on -one or you can do one out of 10. So there's only 10 pieces of this artwork for people and the people can trade that later on. So right now it's free. I mint it and I give it to you for free. But when my floor price raise, as in when I'm more known and the more established, then the price will come up with me as well. So um, so what I want to do is to give this NFT as one of the perks for the people who don't know about NFT. Come on, it's free. Uh, so all you need to do is to open a MetaMask wallet or any crypto wallet. You don't need to have any money inside. You just need a wallet for me to give you. So, So basically... <clears throat> because there's a lot of people that still don't know about this stuff. So if I was to like, if I was to translate what you just said, just for people yeah. who don't know, yeah. um, basically what Fifi is saying when I'm looking at this is she have this beautiful work of, first of all, Fifi is an incredible artist. Um, she's and also incredible a voice. queen as well. <laughs> and with this, with this special campaign that's coming up, you can actually be involved with Fifi on, on an even deeper level with the community to where you're actually being a part of everything. And what Fifi plans on doing is giving NFT at certain levels, you know, of, you know, as you're buying into, into her campaign, um, some of the levels will have NFT. And the beauty of the NFT is like, as Fifi's value goes up, your NFT value goes up. <laughs> and and when she's talking about MetaMask, and what she's talking about is that you only have to just have like a, a wallet. So even if you don't know anything about NFT, if you get like a free NFT through her campaign, depending on which bundle you get, that you don't have to worry about, oh, I don't know this. So what do I do? All you have to do is just go to like MetaMask, just Google MetaMask and you can get you a free wallet. Actually, what would be even better is that mm -hmm. uh, in the frequently asked question Q&A, we would mm -hmm. just like to give you the instruction how, how to do it. Go to this website, go to this YouTube video, and then we'll onboard you. At a higher level of a bundle, I'll onboard you like face-to-face. -face. I'll take you through on a Zoom call or something. Right? Wow. So in other words, you absolutely don't have to know nothing. The only thing you have to know is that you love Fifi. That's it. Love Fifi and and um, go into her campaign, pick your level, and everything is going to be laid out for you. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. And then that is for the people who are not in the NFT world. And right. for the people who are in NFT world, and the the message is that I give you free NFT. And if you pledge for the bundle and support the bundle, you get a lot of things that come with this NFT. <laughs> you see how the flipping goes, right? Like yeah. you, you flip, you flip it because um, people in NFT already understand what the value is, so they will see this is more valuable because it will go up in price. Uh, whereas wow. other things would be just a free perks. Whereas other people who are traditional um, collectors. They see great value in, say, uh, a vinyl. Oh, to be honest, like I just take it back because uh, people in NFT highly value those limited signed, hand signed, one off with a number. But if it comes with an NFT to certifi uh, certify that, 
then mm-hmm. even if you lose it, you still have like this NFT certificate. <laughs> so so when people are selling, reselling, say somebody just come to your house and they steal that really precious vinyl and then they try to sell it. They can't sell it at a high price if you don't have the NFT attached to it. This is just a scenario, not that I'm doing this exactly right, right now. So right. yeah, so that's kind of like the the why this is important. But for people who don't know what this is just yet, um, they uh, the easiest way to onboard uh, them is to give them completely for free. You don't have to. Don't feel pressured that you have to claim the free NFT. You can live it there for for a year. It's still yours. You know, it's still, wow. it's still there. Yeah. So we're going to talk. Let's talk about that um, right after this commercial break. <laughs> Fired Up Friday will be right back after these messages. Are you ready to be a better you? Visit theabundantlion.com today. All right, we're back from a quick commercial. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so basically, if with your campaign with the NFT that you're you're giving on on depending on how they buy into your campaign, they don't have to worry about claiming it. They can just, in other words, it's no pressure. No pressure. It's no pressure. Wow. Yeah, it's not like if you don't claim, you don't get my, you don't get the perks. It's not like that. It's just like I will give you everything you want, and if you were interested to to get yourself a wallet and then to get this NFT, if you completely just decide in this lifetime, it doesn't matter where we go, I'm just not interested. It's fine. <laughs> you don't have to. Yeah, there's no pressure at all. And so most now- people are in kind of that sort of like a situation right now mindset i would say which yeah. is not a problem right fired up friday will be right back after these messages are you ready to be a better you visit theabundantlion.com today come and get your i am strong merch make yourself feel good and feel better all right come on over to stevebryan.com today Wow. So this has been incredible conversation. So you've told us about your story. You told us about your campaign. Like this has been really, really, really awesome. Um, Thank you so much for having me. And everyone should go and get I'm M Strong T-shirt. Now this is about you today, Phoebe. (laughs) I actually can send you a shirt. If you if you go in there, pick out a shirt, I'll send it to you. I'll even pay for the postage. That's my gift to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just go in there and just uh, pick out what you want, and then um, you got my you got. You know how to get a hold of me. Just tell me which one you want. Just put the link in and I'll send you a shirt for free. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. You already helped me so much. <laughs> but wow, yeah. but but this campaign, so if anybody wants to go to her campaign, all right, is launching in two weeks. It's launching into two in two weeks. Just go to Fifi. Really, you can go to any of her socials, but you can also go to FifiWrong.com and you'll be able to easily go to it as well too. So you have to support Fifi. I mean, hearing this story, we all should be supporting Fifi. Like for what she's gone through. Seriously, like for you to to, to you know to to fight your way to to where you've come from for the love of music, nobody should be complaining. Nobody should have an excuse after hearing your story to see what you're going through. And you're so passionate about this. Like I could give I you a hug right now. Like, wow. Like, <laughs> um, we should do a part two on during the 10 years of doing, um, you know, do, do it being in my artistry. I almost yeah. lost it. I almost lost it because you said I sacrificed so much to preserve my individuality and passion for music. And I lost the passion because I've gone down the wrong path uh, in my music journey. So I want to talk about that if you allow me to talk about it. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> we, I'm, Yeah, you can easily. Yeah, I'm more than happy for you to come back and we'll, we'll definitely do a part two. That'd be exciting. <laughs> yeah, so it's not like a, just like a 
okay, went through some stuff because we always have to keep growing and learning. Right now, I'm in a really free place, but to free myself, it took a lot. And then the chapter two, um, in that during the artistry, uh, the 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 de- decade, the last five years. Actually, that was more painful. Before, it was in survival mode. You were young. You kind of have to go for it, and you have not so much to lose. But when you already accumulated a lot, having sacrificed that much, and then you lose it all, that actually is more disheartening and more uh, destructive. So, but I, I'm back. So I fall back again. So I wanted, you know, I wanted to share about that. Um, going back to the campaign. The link is to is for a survey form to help me uh, plan the campaign a little bit better, and uh, you can get a new album secret song that's upcoming in the album, and it will be directly sent to your inbox. So just by filling out a little form, and then we're in touch. So that's what that link is for. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. I filled out that form. That's what you're talking about. So basically, basically everyone right now, what you're signing up for is, is to help her to release it. In, In other words, it's like a survey. I filled out the form and it was pretty cool to where she's getting your feedback. She's getting your input and it doesn't take that long. It took like two, three minutes to fill out. I mean, it wasn't that long at all. So Please go fill out her form. You have to. Like, we all got to support Fifi. Like, wow, we have to support Fifi. <laughs> and I support but, you back. Yeah. You know, in my community, <laughs> we all support one another. And we all at the same level. We, we banter a lot. Some people yeah. surprised to see my story and my music is so dark. And people, re- people actually, uh, my assistant, Ruji, her parents saw my music video and she asked her, is Phoebe like that in real life? Like talk like this every day? She said, no, she's like a potato like me. <laughs> like this, like my real personality is very silly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure the audience cannot wait until you come back on another episode and tell us about that 10 year period. Oh, I'm looking so forward to it. Thank you for being so open. Like, really, thank you. <laughs> That's actually my problem. <laughs> That's not a problem. That's actually, you know how hard it is for people to be open? Like, that's a good thing. That's a oh, good thing. Oh, my God. Like, when, I'm, when we could fly still, you know, I feel sorry for the guy or girl next to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm they sure they'll be fine. <laughs> All right. Well, you have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Monday, and we will be meeting up again to hear about that other part of your story. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. You're very generous. I appreciate you. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Are you ready to feel good? Are you ready to feel inspired? Then come and get your I Am Strong merch. It's smooth on the skin. And guess what? When you wear it, people will be asking, where did you get that shirt? Where did you get those clothes? And you can say, I am strong. Come on over to stevebryan.com today.